You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome into War Chant TV right here. As the breaking news has happened, everybody, it's what we expected to hear today. Florida State has their man. Florida State has its new athletic director. But if you went to bed on Wednesday, December the 8th, thinking it was a certain name, it's a different name than you expected. Michael Alford has been named Florida State's newest athletic director and maybe the first athletic director with some significant power in over a decade in Tallahassee. Alongside Gene Williams, the founder and administrator of Warchant.com, Ira Shafel, the managing editor who has been following this story for a little while now, just a little while, maybe at all hours of all days, uh, we will be recapping the blow by blow of how we got here with Florida State. But before we get into that, please, everybody, if you have not done so already, hit the like button right underneath this video. War Chant TV goes live with great programming every day, and we bring you the latest breaking news all the time. When it comes to Florida State athletics, we're the place you need to be. So hit the like button underneath this video. And if you've not done so yet, hit subscribe and the bell right next to it, because every time we do bring you new content, you will be alerted. All right, Ira, so let's get to it right now. Michael Alford has been named Florida State's athletic director. This is the name that most people suspected about a month or two ago might be next in line in Florida State. Then there was a deviation the way of Louisville, Kentucky, and then it all went downhill late last night into the morning of December the 9th. So if you could let us know what gives and how do we get here? Yeah, you know, to to what you were saying, you know, if you had told anyone who covers Florida State or follows Florida State closely, certainly any of us, a week ago or two months ago or three months ago that, that Michael Offord was going to be named Athletic Director of Florida State, we would have said, okay, that's about what we expected. He's been here now running Seminole Boosters for about a year and a half. He's been a previous athletic director. He's been a number two guy at, at huge programs, so Alabama and Oklahoma. He's been a very significant role in those athletic departments been with the Dallas Cowboys, he has a great resume. So really, he was a guy that a lot of us thought would be the successor to David Coburn. But once they started that national search, and we kind of caught wind of it last week, it had been going on for several weeks. Uh, and then it, the name, uh, excuse me, Vince, I was going to follow you guys. You and Jeff were saying David Tyree. Yeah. Um, Vince Tyree, uh, Louisville's athletic director, emerged as the, as the, the name, and uh, Florida State was going after, and they made an offer. And from what we understood, he told them or he told the search firm that he was going to come. Then this past week, we had all the machinations up at Louisville where they had to get him out of his non-compete clause and get him out of his uh, you know, time of waiting. He had to have a, like a, a, a period a period of notice before he could take another job. They got him all out of all that. And then he ended up not taking the job and still resigning from Louisville. He's going into the private sector. So it's just been crazy. But now we're kind of back where we started. Michael Offord is, is the guy. He's going to be the athletics director of Florida State. That's what a lot of people, as we said, uh, expected. And, and I, get, I think at the, the end of the day for Florida State, they, they, they're going to not want to focus on how we got here, 
but the fact that we did get here. Yeah, Gene Williams, uh, I'm going to suspect here, and maybe it's because I know a thing or two behind the scenes. You've seen some weird stuff when it comes to contract <laughs> negotiations over the years. Um, how do you make sense of all this, Gene? Because you've been you know, interconnected in the booster community with Florida State for a long, long time. So how does this play in your mind? And um, does Florida State kick itself for maybe hiring a search firm? Maybe it didn't need to hire at all at any point. <laughs> Well, I don't think it can kick itself for that. I mean, they did their due diligence on it, which I think they had to do. It was obviously everybody was shocked when Ty Ray's name came out a few days ago that he was, you know, the leading candidate. And it looked like obviously everything was done for him to be hired. It's bizarre. And we may never know really the true story of how this stuff played out. But at the end of the day, Florida State got a guy that we're all very familiar with and the guy that knows the landscape. I think that was part of the plan when he initially got here. It was kind of wasn't written down, but the understanding was, hey, come in, get the lay of the land. David Coburn is obviously not the long-term solution at athletic director. So not a surprise that he ends up, as we said earlier, as your athletic director. And I think we'll, we'll talk about this more, but I think it's a good hire. At least, you know, a guy knows the landscape. Obviously, he's very good at fundraising. We've seen that already. Um, the fact he's increased the annual fund, the memberships have gone way up since he's been at Florida State. We've seen the modernization of how fundraising goes. With him, obviously, he's got in-depth knowledge of facilities, everything he did with the Cowboys uh, in Oklahoma, Alabama, all these places. So he's got the connections. And this is going to be an interesting time uh, going forward in college football and all of college athletics because it's just you get the feeling the next few years there's going to be some seismic changes to everything. And you better have a guy at the helm that knows what's going on. I don't think Florida State's had that the last few years, at least somebody with in-depth football knowledge and connections. So I think it's a little bit more secure for Florida State going forward, however these changes take place. Yeah, Ira, Jeff and I were talking about this, and you can catch the Jeff Cameron Show right here on WarChant TV, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, starting at 1 o'clock. It's live uh, every one of those weekdays. We were talking off the air that, you know, if you were an optimist about this situation and you wanted to have a football analogy, you'd be optimistic because, as Gene was alluding to, this is akin to Jimbo Fisher being a head coach and waiting, figuring out the lay of the land and making relationships happen before he was named actually to the position that he was in waiting for. If you want to be pessimistic about it, you would say this would be akin to maybe the Charles Kelly defensive coordinator hire where you're sitting right there. Maybe other names were considered before you and then they circle back and make you the guy. Your thoughts on maybe an inkling on which way this might go in reality and what are the next steps for Michael Alford? I would imagine, obviously, first up for the university and the boosters would be to name a director of the boosters itself to replace Michael Alford. So there's a lot to chew on there. What do you think? Yeah, and to start backwards, I guess, you know, they are going to have a national search for the new uh, CEO of Seminole Boosters. There's a strong number two that Michael Alford actually brought in uh, for that position to replace uh, the previous number two. Uh, Greg Hewlin recently, and that that apparently from everything we've heard was a really good hire, and that that uh, he he certainly will be a candidate for the position as well. Um, but I think you know when you look at uh, the coach in waiting or AD in waiting kind of philosophy, I think that's what you have to hope for. Is I mean that's definitely the best part of this. Uh, he's been working closely with with uh, David Coburn, director of athletics, for now for a year and a half. He's been uh, in part of all of their conversations about everything they do. I mean he's been. You know, Seminole Boosters historically uh, has been kind of divided from the athletics department. All they did was raise the money and, uh, you know, take part in some big picture planning, but not necessarily in the day to day running of the department. Uh, this is Michael Offord's been a little bit more involved in the day to day running. He's been in all the meetings. He knows all the staff. Um, so from that standpoint, yeah, he would be able to come in, hit the ground running, have a vision of what he wants to do and not need to figure uh, figure things out. On the flip side of that, you know, it's it's there's still going to be change. 
So from the one standpoint, you have somebody that knows the lay of the land. It should be pretty seamless. On the other side, just like it would have been if you hired an athletic director from outside, there's going to be a lot of change. I mean, he's going to do things differently than David Coburn did. He's going to have a different management style. It wouldn't surprise me at all if you saw a turnover in the athletics department and maybe even some coaches because this is this is what happens when you change athletic directors. We didn't see that when David Coburn stepped in because he wasn't, uh, as you said, like the big powerful AD who was coming in to, to set a new vision. He was kind of a caretaker to get through some tough times. Uh, but I think that's that part, I think a lot of people in athletics uh, are right now kind of, there's some anxiety because they want to see how it's all going to play out. Um, but I think from a big picture standpoint, at least you now have somebody that can come in and really ha- set a vision for the department. And Michael Alford is definitely a guy that that has a vision and, and will look to uh, to execute it. So Gene, you kind of alluded to this before, and I, I think I know what you're going to say here, but in short, is this a good day for Florida State Athletics? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I think we've all been talking about forever. It seems like you've had, for whatever reason, you haven't had a quote unquote, a real athletic director. I mean, there's someone that actually has the power that can, does everything, knows football, knows facilities, knows fundraising, has connections, all those things. And has, as Iris said, a vision. I don't know if you've really had that guy in there since Dave Hart. So you have that in there now. So I think it's absolutely good. Not that Ty Ty might've been that guy too. I don't know. But I do know it's an upgrade. Not This isn't an affront to David Coburn because David Coburn was put in there for a specific reason. And that was more or less to balance the budget. And uh, he did what he had to do there, but he was not the long-term solution. So I think this is the long-term. We'll see if it's the solution, but it's the right direction for this program to go considering what's in front of it. So I do think it's a good day for athletics to move forward to the next level. And he's going to do the one thing I think FSU needs we all know that it's, it's to raise funds to deal with the finances. And he's already been doing that with the Seminole booster. So I think it's an excellent transition. Just to follow yeah. up on that real quick, Tom, sorry to just to, cause I wasn't sure what you were going to go next, but I did want to follow up a couple of the qualities that for people that haven't uh, gotten to know Michael Alford since he's been at Florida state, say maybe you're not a booster. Uh, you're not, you're not touching the athletic department. Um, but a couple of the qualities I think that stand out about him. Number one, uh, he is a very good uh, uh planner and executor of plans. I mean, if you go in there and, and check out their operation, you know, for a long time, Seminole Boosters was kind of seen as, uh, you know, for better or worse, you know, kind of the good old boy network. It was kind of done things. They did things the way they did it for a long time and it was successful, but he, he's kind of brought them into the, the new era. He's, uh, I mean, every, if you just walk in their department, you'll see the differences in terms of how meticulous they are about setting goals, uh, being driven by goals, being metrics and all those types of things. So I think that's a positive. Uh, another thing about him is, as is, Jim is, uh, was alluding, he is very connected. And so this is a guy that has been at some of the biggest universities in, in, in the country and has been on committees, national committees. He's very connected with uh, the new commissioner of the ACC, Jim Phillips. I mean, so all those things I think are really positives as well. Well, and one other thing, too, Florida State can save a few bucks on a, on a jet. They didn't have to send one out to Louisville, Kentucky today, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, we got to remind you, everybody, because everything is happening at once. If you thought the news cycle is going to slow down when Florida State was done playing football for the season, uh, you were sorely mistaken. There are recruits being visited. There are transfers that are entering the portal every day of significance in the state and outside the state. And there's more. So there's a lot to crunch on with the athletic director hire. We'll have a press conference in the coming days. Warchant TV will have you covered with all of that. And Michael Alford's first address to the university as the sitting athletic director at Florida State. His uh, start date, by the way, is January 3rd. But we need to remind you about the recruiting, everybody. Next week, the beginning of early signing day, there it is. Wednesday, December the 15th, we have a seven-hour program for you. It's 
brought to you by our friends at ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. It's National Signing Day Live. This is when all of the work that Michael Langston has put in for years with some of these names comes to fruition. Do they say yes to Florida State or do they not? It begins 8 a.m. Wednesday, December the 15th. We'll be going for seven hours. It'll be five hours of Aslan, Michael Langston, other members of Warchant will stop in as well at one o'clock. If you like the Jeff Cameron show, it's going to be right there. You don't have to click to a new window. It's going to be all in the same place. And in the interim, if you're catching this on the evening of Thursday, December the 9th, 7 p.m. tonight on Thursday the 9th, we have a live recruiting chat. There'll be another one, a signing day preview on Monday at 7 p.m. So we've got you covered wall to wall here at Warchan TV. Hit the like button if you haven't done so yet. Hit subscribe. You're going to want to and hit that bell because there's a lot of live coverage coming for you in the coming days right here on Warchant TV. For Irish Rafael, the managing editor of Warchant.com, Gene Williams, the founder and administrator of Warchant.com, my name is Tom Lang. I'm the director of original content here at Warchant and Warchant TV. We'll catch you next time right here on Warchant TV.